Welcome back to the official Week 11 preview podcast. Holt, are you out there? Alex, I'm here. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, dude. How you been? For the past two or two or three days, I haven't seen you, man. It's been kind of lonely over here. I know, man. I miss you. No, I'm a... Did you eat all that buffalo chicken? Yeah, I sure did. I ate it the day after y'all left. God dang, dude. Well, at least you didn't throw it away. I've been, mad. I've been kind of mad because I definitely would have eaten that over your um, your cliff bar uh, like Saturday nights. I apologize in advance for eating yeah. cliff. Yeah. I, feel, I feel kind of bad about that now. You ate a banana, too. Oh, for sure. But those bananas go, were going to go bad. Let's, let's be real. You weren't going to finish No, that's not true because I put them in the freezer. Oh, hey, that's smart. So. That's smart. Life hacks. Life hacks. Yeah. Have you so, been, uh, how how was that? How was that Cliff Bar? <laughs> it was pretty good, man. It, it did, definitely uh, cured my um, or prevented the uh, future hangover that would have been. But um, I had sure. the Cliff Bar, Cliff Bar, uh, little Waffle House. Waffle House is always the cure, even if you're not trying to have a hangover. Even if you just want to have Waffle House, it's, it's okay with me. But like, definitely, if you're not trying to have a hangover, Waffle House is the way to go. Yeah, I'm definitely down with that. Are you on on? Um, on the Waffle House Bowl now, or are you going to be sticking with All-Star Special? Well, I still haven't had the bowl yet. I've always wanted to, but I, I, I just it's too hard to pass with the All-Star Special, so I always get it. This is where this is where we need some we need more girlfriends in our life because um, you could get the All-Star Special and they could get the bowl, and there's no way they're going to finish the bowl. So that's why you could get like at least half of theirs and still your All-Star Special. Yeah, it's a good call. I need a girlfriend though. Hey, hey, we were working on this Saturday night. No, no, uh, no, uh, no lack of effort there. Well, I guess we actually weren't trying too hard, to be honest with you. But speaking of girlfriends, um, RIP to our bro, uh, Tender King of Memphis, who is not here tonight because he's getting some, I think, getting some good tender loving. Cross your fingers for him tonight. Um, I guess he does not abide by the bros before yeah. hose law. I guess, yeah, I guess he just thinks some things are more important than others. But you know what? We're here and we're going to do our best, right? We're we're here and now we're queer, or we're queer and now we're here. Is that what we're gonna say? I I wasn't gonna say that, but I mean, if hey, you want... are you are you all about the action? Because there is some action on tonight. Yeah, I was watching uh, Miami against Ohio, and uh, I, I didn't see what happened. Recently, no, you talked about, but... about last night. Oh, last night? No, I didn't watch it. Well, no, no. Tonight I thought it was uh, Toledo and Northern Illinois. Yeah, that's the night game. Last night was a blowout. Last night, Buffalo beat the crap out of Kent State, I think. So much, so much Maction to handle. Do you know the Sun Belt's trying to be the new Maction there? Um, it's Sun Belt, Fun Belt. Have you heard that before? Yes, I have, actually. That's a pretty cool uh, little thing they got going. If we're, if we're going to pick sides, I'm honestly going to pick the Fun Belt over the Maction because it's the South-North thing or North-South thing, and I'll definitely pick the South every single time. But, hey, I've always liked the Maction for what they do on Tuesday and Wednesday night for us. Oh, yeah. No, I completely like I've any day with, that has college football in it is a good day. So I appreciate them trying to help us out, help us get through the week. For sure. Um, all right, so playoff rankings came out. I think this is the second week um, for playoff rankings. Um, we have a top four of Alabama, Clemson, Michigan, and Notre Dame. Any surprises there, Holt? No, not at all. Um, pretty pretty chalk, honestly. Um, you know, obviously Alabama and Clemson are going to be one-two. Um, Notre Dame's still undefeated, even though they haven't like really looked great all season. They did; they are undefeated, and they did beat Michigan, even though Michigan's been rolling lately. You know, they had to stay behind Notre Dame, obviously, because of the head-to-head. Yeah. So, uh, you know, no real surprises there. Just 
you know, they, they all control their own destiny, I guess you can say, you know, none of those teams are going to have to play each other. So they could all just win out and that could be the final four. We'll have to wait and see. Do you think if Michigan and Notre Dame played each other this Saturday, do you think Michigan would win if it's on a neutral site? Oh, yeah. I think Michigan would be favored by like 10 points if they played today, honestly. Yeah, I don't know if that, that first week was just Michigan trying to figure it out, but their their defense obviously has, set, has been good all year, but I think they've stepped up even more. I think Shea Patterson's kind of figured it out a little bit more than he did in the first game um, since his injury at Ole Miss. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, you know, I mean, Michigan's offense hasn't been, like, amazing, but they've been good, and their defense has just been dominant. And, uh, you know, they really leaned on Penn State. You know, it wasn't, like, a total blowout until, like, the midway through the second half when they really started to pour it on. But, uh, yeah, their offense still not, you know, quite to Alabama and, you know, maybe even Clemson's level, but, you know, that defense is for real. I would like to see Michigan's defense versus Alabama's offense. I did tweet that out today, which could be a potential matchup. I'm assuming if everybody ran the table from here, it, like in the top four, it would be Alabama – Clemson, Notre Dame at three, and probably Michigan at four, which would be an Alabama-Michigan matchup, which I would love to see. Oh, out of all your um, your matchups, potentially, for the playoff, what would you like to see the most? You, I guess you wouldn't want to see Notre Dame in there at all, right? No, I'd like to see hmm, – you know, I'd really like to see, like, maybe Oklahoma or West Virginia uh, against Alabama because, uh, you know, I just don't think anyone's really slowing down Tua this year uh, I think that Alabama's offense is just on a different level than everybody else so I'd want to see maybe them play against someone they could keep up with them more so than like Hope. sorry the Alabama LSU game did on Saturday yes. um, where it's just kind of Michigan can't do anything on offense and Alabama you know, just does what they do on offense. So, uh, you know, I want to see maybe like a West Virginia and Oklahoma match up against Alabama. So maybe they can place one and keep up with them a little bit, make it a little bit more entertaining. All the, all the focus is on Alabama for this playoff because they're the best team so far. They haven't haven't slipped up really yet at all. But I'm, I'm just curious about numbers two through four. What would be a good matchup for those teams, uh, potentially, if you could take away Alabama? Because everybody obviously wants to see Alabama play – uh, a, either a real good defense like I would like to see or um, have two great offenses go to go head-to-head with Alabama and West Virginia or um, Clemson, like you're saying, but or Oklahoma, I guess. Um, but what, what would be a great 2-3 matchup? I mean, well, I think uh, Clemson and Michigan would be like a really good 2-3 um, matchup. You know, I don't know. Um, you know, obviously Notre Dame would have to lose, but uh, – you know, I just – I think both those teams are really good on defense. And uh, I don't – you know, I'm still – like Trevor Lawrence has looked really good these last few weeks. He's looked like the player that he was billed to be and all that stuff. But we still haven't really seen him against a great defense. And I'd really like to see Trevor Lawrence against that defense. And uh, I, I forgot the dude's name, but there's a defensive end for Michigan that's got like that long blonde hair just like Trevor Lawrence does. And it'd be kind of cool to see both of them on the same field at the same time and just be kind of – kind of like a – you know, like the Spider-Man uh, meme where they're like the two p- Spider-Mans <laughs> are pointing at each other or whatever. You're not – you're obviously not talking about Rashawn Gary because that's the only guy from M- Michigan I can think of right now, but that's the – No, this is uh, this is the white dude. Uh, a Caucasian, as we like to say, politically correct on the CC Slow Smoke. Hey, do yeah. you know the election, election last night? Did I hear it? Do you want to talk about it? 
Not at all, dude. I hate, I hate music. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? And I guess you can compare it to uh, college football analysts, you know, fighting over the playoff before – before like the playoff, before the season's over, like they have all these crazy predictions. What if Ohio State beat Michigan? What if Michigan ran the table? What if Notre Dame ran the table? But then Washington State ran the table. Who would win? Because Washington State won, uh, and they were they just have all these different what ifs. And um, in college football, I, I can guess I can understand it, but in election night, it's the same thing. And um, it's just like, man, if y'all just go to sleep and wake up in the morning, we'll figure out who's gonna win. You don't have to like sit here and have a three-hour show about who might win and how close it is. Just wait until the morning, but I guess that's decided in the future. But, I mean, it doesn't have anything on Maction. I don't understand why they're trying to, <laughs> trying to make it better than Maction. I know. That's the thing, too, is, like, that's what I hate about college football nowadays, and that's what I kind of like about our little podcast here, is that, like, everyone all everyone wants to talk about is the playoff. And, I mean, I get it, like, this point in the year, like, you know, it's getting close and we're coming down to the wire and there's, you know, there's not as many outlandish scenarios that could happen. You know, it's pretty much, you know, it's only going to come down to like a few games from here on out. So like, I'm fine with it a little bit more now, but like, especially early in the season, you know, people are like, well, what if like, you know, all this crazy stuff that's not going to happen happens. And it's just like, man, the odds of that happening are like basically zero. So why yeah. are we talking about it? And then we're ignoring like all these really good games that like, yeah. you know, we all want to watch and like, you know, maybe like <laughs> there's some really fun games out there that have literally nothing to do with the playoff. And that's part of what makes college football great. And I think is the fact yeah. that there's all these games. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about it in a, in a few – not a few minutes, but sometime we'll, in the show. We'll talk about, like, good games. Like, South Carolina Florida's playing each other this weekend. That's like, actually a low-key good game that um, we're going to talk about, but not everybody else is probably going to talk about. So, there's uh, there's games out there that aren't going to matter for the playoffs. They're great games. Um, you know, what's funny is we only – when we the playoff rankings come out, we only talk about one through four. And I guess you'll talk a little bit about teams who have an outside chance in the top four. But other than that, like, you really don't care – you know, numbers 10 through 25 about who the playoff ranking is, or at least I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the only that's just like for bowl games. I mean, it's just yeah. kind of, but you know, I mean, honestly, like, I don't really care. Like, obviously, I'm a Mississippi State fan. I don't really don't care, like, what bowl game we go to. Like, honestly, <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like we've been to the Gator Bowl like 20 times in the last, you know, 25 years, but, you know, whatever. That's what they're talking about on Memphis Radio. They said, our job from here to the, re- the end of the season is to not get into the Birmingham Bowl. If we can avoid the Birmingham Bowl at all costs, we'll be good. Because um, we'll probably play like Auburn or somebody. Although Auburn can finish out strong and get in a better bowl. We could maybe play Tennessee and they get, they get in the Birmingham Bowl, which would be actually yeah. fun at that point. That yeah, would- that'd be a really fun matchup. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, playoffs. Great, great talk, Holt. Um, also, let's just slide this in here real quick because this is a SEC podcast. Did you watch at all the Kentucky Duke game last night? As in I did. Duke believe it or not, I know Kentucky. you think that I, I hate college basketball, but I've actually been mildly interested this year, and I did watch some of that game. And yeah, Duke looks pretty ridiculous. Um, they, <laughs> it just seems like all their players are monsters, and usually Kentucky is that team, but Duke definitely was a significantly better team than Kentucky. Yeah, I try to be innocent, but I also now, like, I, since all this, uh, all these scandals come out, like, I have to think, like, all the top players now are getting paid because I think oh, Don, yeah. Don Williamson, the the big dunker for Duke, the lefty, um, yeah. he was, he had, they had, something came out about him, like, was trying, they were trying to get an offer from some school, it wasn't Duke, for some other school, like Kansas or something like that, and he turned down and 
went to Duke, but like, you, there's it's like if he got an offer from Kansas to get paid or whoever team it was, it's not like he's just gonna be like, nope, sorry, no money for me. I'll just go to Duke for free. I don't think that's right. Gonna yeah. No, I mean it. When you're that highly recruited, like in this day and age, like I mean, it's pretty safe to say that almost all five star players, no matter, I don't care if it's basketball, football, or whatever, like, like there's too much demand and there's too much, you know, interest there for someone to not come along and say, hey, like, you know, whether it's just a booster, it doesn't necessarily have to be like one of the coaches, but just someone affiliated with that school, like, there's just too much on the line for, you know, those players to be going somewhere for free when you know that there's people out there offering them money. Yeah, I think uh, Mississippi State's number 18 in the preseason. Yeah, they should be uh, – yeah, they're right around there. They're finally got some experience now. They uh, they signed their big recruiting class three years ago, so all those guys are juniors now. Uh, the first two years was was really tough. Like, they were, it was a really good recruiting class, but it's not like, you know, Duke or Kentucky or something where yeah. all these guys come in and they're just awesome as freshmen. Like, they actually – they still had to develop a little bit and – they had some growing pains and there wasn't really a lot of leadership, but those guys are finally upperclassmen now and hopefully uh, they'll have a big year this year, but they don't open up until Friday and uh, they played an exhibition game against like, I don't know, like Georgia Western Southern or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Like some, something crazy and just, they played really well and shot the ball really well. So that's good to see. So hopefully uh, they won't be as much of a disappointment as the football team has been so far. Yeah, it's kind of like a make-or-break year for Mississippi State basketball and Ben Howland. The women's team is obviously always good, but the, the men's team, uh, they, they've gotten better each year with that uh, recruiting class three years ago. So they've gotten better. It's just they need to um, now make the tournament, make the next step to maybe win a game in the tournament going forward in the SEC this year. Yeah, definitely. We'll see. Um, other other good basketball teams, just, we won't mention it. We won't talk about it forever, but Tennessee is supposed to be really good. Kentucky is supposed to be the best team in the SEC, but – um, I'm not sure uh, if they are because Duke killed them, but I also think Duke's like well ahead of everybody else. Um, Kentucky's obviously good. Tennessee's supposed to be really good. I think the preseason number six. Um, LSU is a good recruiting class. They're top 25. Auburn's really good too. Um, so it's going to be a good year for college basketball and the SEC. Uh, Florida did lose by 20 to Florida State, so they kind of suck really bad. But, hey, I guess they're a football school now with Dan Mullen riding the ship. But it is week 11, Holt. This is – um, to me, not a super exciting week of football outside of the SEC. College game day went to is decided to go to uh, Clemson and Boston College. Boston College at Boston College, so maybe upset territory. But uh, Boston College is number seventeen. But um, again, I don't think they're that great. Uh, Clemson's been playing really well as of late, so I don't think this one's going to be too close. You know, one thing I was looking at Holt is. Um, I was looking at the strength of schedule, not like the actual rating of strength of schedule, but I was looking at all these different playoff teams and seeing how good their schedule lines up. Alabama's schedule really isn't that great, but it will be by the end of the year if they um, beat LSU. I guess you could put A&M on that, Auburn maybe, uh, Mississippi State, and then Georgia. Uh, those would be good wins. Um, I don't know. Out of all these teams, I guess Georgia, maybe LSU will stay in the top ten, but those are two pretty good wins. Michigan's schedule is pretty good with Notre Dame and they would beat Ohio state and they beat Penn state and um, whoever represents the other division in the big 10 championship. So that their schedule wouldn't be too bad. Clemson's schedule really isn't that great to me. They, the ACC this year is kind of weak. They have, they beat Texas A&M and I guess their best one now it'd be Boston college or NC state or Syracuse. I'm not sure about their schedule though is what I'm saying. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I think Texas A&M is still their best win, honestly. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, Syracuse is the highest rated team, but, you know, I mean, look, Syracuse has been a good story this year, and, like, you know, obviously they have a really good record, but, you know, their ranking is not, in my opinion, really justified. Same thing with NC State. I mean, the ACC is just kind of a mess this year, and, you know, Syracuse had to, like, go to overtime at home just to beat North Carolina, who's awful, and – you know, it, it's as well as they've played, they haven't really had like a lot of impressive wins. You know what I mean? Really, the only thing that you can say about them is that they have a good record and they played Clemson tough. I mean, that's really all you can say about them. Um, and then NC State is ranked right behind them. And, you know, they haven't really played anybody either. I mean, you know, they got blown out by Clemson. They lost to Syracuse, obviously. And then, you know, other than that, it's just been, you know, a whole lot of nothing going on on their schedule. I mean, they did beat Boston College at home, but that was kind of a tough game, you know, close game. So, uh, well, you no. know, I mean, I, I just don't really – uh, Clemson hasn't played Boston College yet. No, I, was, I said uh, NC State. Okay, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, talking about Clemson, I mean, yeah, I mean, they definitely didn't play the toughest schedule this year. Uh, that's something that people were saying before the season even started was that, you know, they weren't going to have to play anyone until Miami in, t- in the – ACC championship game, and now Miami is terrible too. So it's just – it's kind of a mess, and they don't really get to play anybody. And going back to the playoff, like, just for a second, uh, this just reminded me, but, you know, a lot of people, like, want to talk about the 18 playoff, and I just want to get your opinion on this real quick. Uh, I know we talked about it before, and I know that JB feels a certain way about it, like where he's he's in, like, the 18 playoff with, like, the five automatic bids for the Commerce Champions. And I just like part of the reason why I hate that is that, you know, someone's going to win uh, the other side of the ACC besides Clemson. I'm not sure if it's the Atlantic or the Coastal. I can't ever remember. <laughs> but, uh, you know, someone's going to win that with like three or four losses. And then the Pac-12 South, someone's going to win that with like three or four losses. And then basically you're going to have a situation where those teams would have a chance to play to go to the national championship game. I mean, I know they're probably not going to win their conference championship game, but just the fact that they're in it like kind of bothers me and, you know, you shouldn't have like bad team. You shouldn't be have like three, four lost teams in the playoff. And uh, you know, it's just not really. I just don't really think that that's like what college football should be. I mean, what do you think about that? Um, well, what I <laughs> this is gonna sound kind of crazy, but I don't like a team playoff because I don't want there to be, I don't want there to be like a team playing like seventeen games like NFL season. I want. I mean, I, I do like college football, but I don't want to see it the same length as the NFL season or that many games. What I would prefer to see, and this would, this would never happen um, because nobody ever listens to my great ideas except for the great 54 listeners we have on this podcast, maybe 45, I'm not sure. But um, what I would like to see as like kind of like a second tier playoff of like numbers five through eight play and like that just be a championship, but like the second championship in line and then a um, nine through twelve, and all the way down to like the forty teams that make bowl games, or whatever it is. I kind of like to see that instead of an eighteen playoff. But um, I don't know. Maybe maybe we don't know because I feel like eventually it's going to expand to eight games, regardless. Yeah, I feel like it is too. And it's it's to me, it's just because like the only reason is because this. I mean, honestly, because the Southeast like dominates college football, and it's just, like the same teams every year. And it's always teams from the southeastern part of the country that, that make it. And you don't really get a lot of West Coast representation. You don't really get a lot of, you know, like, you know, maybe a little bit of, like, Big 12 and Big 10 region. But, you know, it's usually only, like, one team 
and it's just kind of it's hard to keep like the whole country engaged so like i understand why they want to do it and i'm not saying that it would be bad for cultural ball. i think it'd be good for cultural ball it's just that i'm not like you know i'm just not really a believer that you should be able to lose like three or four games and still make it to the playoff and then another thing to think about too is you know alabama and georgia are already playing in that C championship game so basically if there was an automatic qualifier or automatic bid this year, like why would Alabama or Georgia even need to win like their next three games? Like they wouldn't even matter. Like why would like why would Alabama even play Tua? Like there's no reason to play them like the whole month of November because they know that all they have to do is beat is win the SEC championship game and they're in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's but- just like all these games like don't even matter basically. I understand what you're saying in theory. I just don't think it would work out like that either though. I like I understand what you're saying, but I just don't. Don't you don't think you don't think that people would be saying, man, like Alabama really needs to sit to it. He's banged up. They need to make sure he's healthy for the SEC championship game because that's the game that's going to get him to the playoff. Well, seating still matters, I would think, a little bit. So. No, man, I don't I don't think so. I mean, maybe a little bit, but at the same time, I, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like there would – like if you were in a situation – like I just – I'm just very much against like situations where like, you know, it's basically like the NFL where it's like, well, you know you're in, so it's not like a huge deal. Yeah. And you're just going to try to keep your players healthy and you're going to sit starters and like stuff like that. Like, I mean, I'm, I mean, I do think that that would happen, honestly, especially like right now, because, you know, we saw Tua last week, you know, he's his knee is bothering him a little bit, contrary to whatever Nick Saban says. And it's pretty obvious. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it's just the fact like when you start putting all that stuff together, like you're basically just turning college football into the NFL. And I like the idea of the regular season being the playoff instead of, you know, just adding more games onto the end of the season and saying like, Oh, well, like it doesn't matter how many games you lost because you win your conference. And then the other thing too, is that like out of conference games now don't really matter because say like you lose two or three, like you'd be like Northwestern and lose like all your out of conference games. You go like, Oh, and three, or what were they like? Oh, and oh, and four or one and three and they're out of conference games and they still have a chance to win the big 10. So it's just like it didn't even matter that they lost those games. Like I don't know. I I'm just not really like a fan of that. Like at all. I just think that that's kind of that's dumb. And that to me, what makes college football great is that like all the games matter. There are no like you know oh well we you know we lost three games to start the season, but it's all good because it was out of conference. So you know we're still gonna make it. Yeah. Well, it's happening, whole. So you better get used to it, bro. No, I'm not getting used to it. <laughs> It's not well, happening. It's the, the FCS. They play like a nine or ten game regular season. Yeah, well, good for them. <laughs> well, hey, um, they we need a chance too. Memphis needs a chance out here to make the playoff. So, um, well, I'm not opposed to group of five teams making it like at all. I just, you know, I'd like to have some system in place where, you know, they play like more power five teams during the regular season. Well, you know, um, that's that's no. Um, yeah, that's that's all about the group of five. Memphis Power Six, though. Just to let you know. So that's a okay, bit. I don't know what that means, but all right. Power Six, Power Six. All right, hold other games around the country. Um, that was a nice little playoff rant. That was a beautiful. Hold um, other games. Ohio State, Michigan State. This this uh, good thing is this game's at noon on Fox, so that's kind of good. I like the Big Ten for giving us giving us some early morning good games. That's a good game. Um, Ohio State's favorite three and a half. Low key good game. Fresno State at Boise State. Fresno State's a two and a half point favorite. This one's on a Friday night. Even even better 
for um i guess it'd be mountain west giving us a friday night game to watch that's cool um and then there is wisconsin penn state's kind of a good game i guess i don't know uh, it should have been it should have been a lot better as it started yeah. a couple six it was supposed to, it was supposed to be a big game but then both teams started fucking around and now it's not yeah they don't they don't listen to us that's a problem um oklahoma state at oklahoma another robbery game that um i don't know if i guess is wisconsin penn state a robbery it's true robbery uh, I'm not, I don't think so. I don't think they play every year, so I don't think it is. They did play in the Big Ten Championship game a couple years ago, so it'll be a rematch of that. They probably still hate each other, though, to be honest. Um, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma could be a good game, but I think Oklahoma's ready to not, or they're, they're done losing for the year, and they're just going to run it from here on out to make themselves in the conversation. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma State, just, they, they always play bad against Oklahoma for some reason. It's like every year, like, they try to hype it up and act like this is going to be the year they beat them, but it seems like every year Oklahoma just blows them out. Oklahoma State should be a lot better than they are, their record. They, they're, I think they're a pretty good team that has a bad record. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, they did lose to Baylor last week, so Baylor is not great. Baylor's and then they, they lost to they lost to Kansas State too, I think, earlier this year. I mean, they're just like all over the place. Baylor's on the up and up though with that rule. They got a good recruiting class this uh, this past this incoming season, I guess this. Uh, class 2018 was pretty good, I think, for Baylor. Standards. I think they were top 25, which is out of nowhere because they won, like, one or two games last year. Um, so, good for them. But I don't think that's why they're winning this year. Maybe Matt Rule's got something figured out. I don't know. Um, don't care. It's Baylor, though. Baylor, Baylor's not ready to uh, get a national talker. And at least not – they're not worth mentioning on our SEC Slow Smoke podcast. That's all I'm going to say. Well, Jalen Hurts still plays there. Jalen so. Hurts or Hurd? Hurd. Would Jalen Hurts play there, though? He could. He could. Yeah. I don't know. He yeah. is from Texas, so grad transfer, grad transfer. His his brother played at Texas Southern, I think, so maybe he'll play there. Or Prairie View. Huh. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I, be, I bet you I bet you they will let him play quarterback. Maybe. That'd be all the promises. Man, maybe he should go to he should go to Arkansas with Kelly Bryant and have like a little um QB battle for their loser <laughs> 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 yeah. leaves town. Yeah, I don't know what who would which one would it be like the bigger fuck you move? Would it be a bigger fuck you move for um, Kelly Bryant to go there because Jalen Hurts is going there? Or would it be a bigger fuck you for Jalen Hurts going there because Kelly Bryant's going there? I don't know which one would be a bigger. Like, a, yeah, I don't know. Both of them aren't great, but good. Good. I, I'd yeah. I, I feel like that's almost certainly not going to happen, though. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. But Kelly Bryant could go to Arkansas because they. Um, yeah, they do I can like see them. that. They do like him there. And they need them. Um, all right, Holt, SEC games this week. Biggest game of the week is what, Holt? Uh, the 2.30 game would be the Alabama-Mississippi State game. Are you sure it's not Auburn-Georgia? Um, I mean, I guess you could you could say that. Uh, but Auburn, you know, that's probably going to be the closest game uh, of the at least the, the ranked teams. Um, I mean, I don't know. Tennessee-Kentucky should be a good game as well. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. It's tough. I mean, I don't think uh, – I mean, I don't know. Do you think Georgia has a chance to beat – or do you think Auburn has a chance to beat Georgia? All I know is Auburn fucks around a lot, and they might be fucking around this time and beat Georgia. They, they just do some stupid shit, and this, this time yeah. they might do some, some some stupid shit that works for them. You know, like last week or whenever it was against A&M, they had those trick plays, and Gus Malzahn's all of a sudden a genius, an offensive genius. Yeah. It's, it's so funny, like, how Gus Malzahn runs so many trick plays, and, like, when they work, he looks like some, like, evil, mad genius. But, like, when – <laughs> like when they don't work, he just looks like the biggest dope, like on the face of the earth. He's got some funny faces that like. Are... Yeah, he does. 
You've seen that picture of the dog on the internet that looks like just like him, right? No, I haven't. Actually. Oh my god, dude, it's so funny. It's it's a few years old, but oh my god, there's this picture of this dog and it's got like the the Auburn vest and like the visor and the glasses on, and it looks exactly like him. Yeah, I guess you gotta check it out. We'll, we'll it post it on Slow Smoked. Okay. Hey, we've been having some good tweets lately. I, I've been feeling, I've been feeling the juice we, we got going here. Um, Ole Miss A and M, Vanderbilt, Missouri. Ole Miss A and M could be a good game. Uh, two five and four teams. It's funny how A and M's match up with the teams the exact same record. Uh, they played six and three last week, or excuse me, five and three against um, Auburn. 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 Both teams looked like shit against that uh, for that game though. Um, and then South Carolina is playing Florida five and three. South Carolina playing six and three. Florida five and three only because they didn't play their one game that is now rescheduled. Um, so this should be six and three. They will be. They'll get another win before the year's over. Oh, let's talk about this Mississippi State Alabama game because you're so excited for this game. You you think this is the best team Alabama's played all year? I think it's the best defense they've played all year. I don't know if it's the best like overall team they've played, but. Uh... Yeah, I mean, it should be an exciting game. You know, I don't think Mississippi State really has any chance to win, but, you know, it should be – you know, I mean, you never know. You know, I mean, they said we couldn't beat UConn in women's basketball, and we fucking did it, so. Fucking did you it. Know. Maybe you need that coach, though. Maybe you need the women's basketball yeah. coach. Man, that would be awesome. He recruits, like, so much better than everyone else at Mississippi State. Like, it's crazy. But, uh, anyway, yeah, this should be uh, – I don't know if it'll be a good game or not, but I do think this is the best defense Alabama's played all year and maybe coming off an emotional win last week. Maybe they're overlooking Mississippi State just a little bit, but, uh, you know, obviously Mississippi State's really struggled on the road this year and Nick Fitzgerald has been not the best fit for Joe Moorhead's offense. So I don't know if they're going to be able to scheme anything up to, you know, maybe fit his strengths a little bit, but, you know, should be another fairly easy win for Alabama. The line is sneaky low here. Oh, 23 and a half. You want some action on that? <laughs> Man, I, I have two rules in betting. I never bet a Mississippi State game, and I never bet against Alabama. So, definitely going to be avoiding this game. But you wouldn't be – you shouldn't bet against Alabama. You should bet for Alabama. And then listen to this. Listen to my logic. You bet for Alabama with this line, and if they win, you win some money. If they lose, Mississippi State wins, unless – they win by 21, which is possible, I guess. Then you're just doing shit out of luck. Yeah, I feel like I'm not going to be happy. Like, because if they – I mean, I don't know. If I bet on Alabama and Mississippi State won, then I would feel pretty good about it. But, like, if – I don't know. I, it, it's just – I feel like I wouldn't be happy either way, honestly. I feel like I was either wasting money or, like, why am I betting money? I guess, like, why would I bet money on a game that I already have an interest in? To me, like, what makes gambling fun is betting on games that I don't really care about. Yeah. Did you know that you could – there are 480 tickets for this game left on – I'm assuming this is StubHub for $7, low as, as low as $7. So there's more than – there's more – there's tickets more than $7, but the lowest price is $7. So that's probably like $12 with fees, wow. man. Yeah. Tuscaloosa. Why are you trying to drive, trying to drive over there? Tuscaloosa is not far from Atlanta and from um, – were you from Floodwood? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's true. But, uh, you know what? I went to an Alabama Mystery State game uh, in 2012 at Alabama. Hey, I was there with you. I, I told myself I was never going to go back. Who who, so. who made that, that? Who I think that was Trent Richardson killed it. And then Dante Hightower looked good. Dante? Dante? Dante Hightower? Is that how you say it? Dante. Dante. Yeah. That's what um, it looks the, like. The one at Starbucks. I think I went to the game with you. 
I mean, I, I don't know. I went with my dad. I don't know. Were you there too? Or not, not with your dad. No, I went to one while you were in school, and it was at Mississippi State. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about when I went to Tuscaloosa. Okay. Dang you. So you went to one with your dad? That's cool. Oh, damn. Yeah. Was your dad root for Alabama, too? That must have sucked. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, he wasn't like a dick about it or anything. But, yeah, my dad's an Alabama fan, but he was understanding. And, uh, you know, Mississippi State was undefeated, and, you know, they had all these, like, we believe signs and stuff. And then – Oh, 8-0, 8-0 year. I got you. Yeah, man. and we were like – I think we were we were 8-0, we were but we were only, like, number 12 because we just, like <laughs> – State just, like, did not play anybody uh, to start the year that year. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just – Kenny Bell's – Kenny Bell scored a long touchdown, like on the, like the first drive, and State like missed a field goal, and it was just on from there. They they ended up losing. It was thirty four to nothing, and then they finally took Tyler Russell out and brought in some dude named like I don't know like Prescott or something, and he went down the field and scored a touchdown to make it thirty one seven. Hey, I heard um I heard Prescott might not be the quarterback for the Cowboys so much longer. That's not what, that's not what Jerry Jones said. They said they're going to extend him. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, that was a game for the Titans the other night. I, I was very proud for the Titans. We were talking about Marcus Merritt a second, and they need to move on from him. He must have hurt because he's like, fuck y'all. SEC still yeah. y'all well, the, that's the thing about like, NFL quarterbacks is like, if they're not like one of the best ones, like the rest of them are pretty much like, they all have like their good games and their bad games, but you could make an argument one way or the other for like most of the quarterbacks in the league. Like, I mean, obviously you got like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and like those guys are like all the best, but once you get past that, I'm pretty sure, like, there's a portion of, like, every fan base that wishes they had a different quarterback. True that, true that. Um, let's see. And that was – sorry, that was a shitty finish after um, – what was that, 2011 or 12? You said 12. Eight in a year. Yeah, it was a shitty finish because they also Northwest in the bowl game. But they they, had, they also, like, so many games after that. So it was yeah, bad. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Right. Hey, but I still, I still like this. That, that year was the only year that State lost Ole Miss when I was in school. The other three years they won. Hey, man. Well, hey, you can get him. You can get him back this year. We got him. You got him last year, right? No, not two years ago. Two years ago, I was at the game. That was right. Um, all right, sorry. So Mississippi State versus Alabama. So Mississippi State uh, to win this game, they need to, they need to throw the ball downfield, but they haven't faced Gerald. So unless they get um, Thompson in there, um, I don't know if they're going to do that whole. Yeah, uh, just like I said, I mean, this game. If Mississippi State's going to do anything on offense, they're going to have to run the ball. Um, they're going to have any success doing that, which they did last year against Alabama, but. You know, Alabama's linebackers were kind of banged up, and it was at home. So, I don't think Mississippi State's going to have quite the same game they did last year running the ball. And I think the more, is in their defensive line, though, right, and linebackers? Yeah, I mean, I think their whole defense is a strength, honestly. I don't think it's really one unit over the other. I think early in the season, maybe the secondary was kind of a weakness. That's just because they were younger. But yeah. now, this late in the season, I mean, they played so much that I don't think they really, you know, they're experienced now. You know what I mean? So, improving, especially against LSU. Even though LSU's offense sucks, but yeah, well, uh, it was really good last week. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, this game is just going to come down to like, I mean, if Mississippi State's going to have any shot, they're going to have to force turnovers on defense, and Joe Moorhead's going to have to scheme his ass off, and Nick Fitzgerald's going to have to, you know, pull, channel his uh, inner Stephen Garcia. Well, Mississippi State is six in the country in yards per game allowed in two seventy nine, and then. I think they are second in the country behind UAB and points allowed at 12.3. Yeah. So, and I, they, they've they only allowed nine touchdowns all season, including two in the last 51 drives. And one of those was against LSU where Nick Fitzgerald threw an interception and then they started the drive on like the three-yard line. So the defense has been really good. Well, um, it, we didn't know that until Jamie pointed it out. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, JB just randomly texted me like last Monday, and he was like, "He's like, yeah, you know, I think the one bright spot of Mississippi State has been their defense." And I'm like, JB, like, no shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love JB, but sometimes he says stuff, and I'm just like, bro, like, what? Yeah, he's he's doing he's doing good right now. You got some good vibes right now. Um, yeah. So their defense, and I, I feel like we're going to talk more, but I'm going to talk over you for a second about their defense. What else is them? Their defense, yeah, you're right. Their um, their defense is really good, but Alabama's offense is really good. So this is kind of like the matchup I was talking about, my dream playoff matchup in um, Alabama and Michigan. I guess we substitute Michigan for Mississippi State, and you have my dream playoff matchup, right? Yeah, that's right. Except Mississippi State's defense is better. Oh, hot take or not hot take? Yeah. Well, I mean, Mississippi State's defensive line, I think, is besides Clemson, is probably the best in the country. Um, Jeffrey Simmons and Montez Slater are both – projected to go like the top half of the first round and it's not just them two either I mean they have a lot of depth and they rotate a lot of guys in and I think they're going to give Mississippi State or uh, they're going to give Alabama's offensive line some trouble Uh, maybe get after two a little bit a little bit more than LSU did but the difference is LSU secondary um, is a lot faster and you know a lot better at playing the ball than Mississippi State's is so you know there may be a little bit you know a few more chances to get receivers open down the field than there was against LSU so you know, it's kind of it could kind of go either way. Um, maybe Mississippi State could get some sacks and force some turnovers, or maybe they won't, and then there'll be open receivers down the field. So it'll, you know, I mean, just like I said, Mississippi State's not going to win, but it, it's always fun to to think about. Well, Alabama can't run. The, I mean, they they can run the ball, but they haven't been running the ball like they. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that they can; it's just they've been like choosing not to. Yeah, I think that's that's probably that's probably accurate. Two has been killing it. So if you're Alabama, you would want to get like a thirty nothing lead, like you normally do, and then not play too uh, in the definitely not in the fourth quarter, but preferably not in the third quarter either, if you could. But I think he would play at least part of the third quarter if they got a huge lead. Not that they're going to, because Mississippi State's going to win this game. But um, yeah, so like Tua does look banged up, so you want to get a big lead and just get him out of there, and then put your uh, your stud. Back up in Mac Jones, see what see what we can do to the defense. Um, but we shall see. This will be a good game. I'm excited for this. I actually don't know if I'll be able to watch this. Unfortunately, hold. I am going to a wedding this weekend on a college football Saturday. As so, uh, who's getting married? Cousin, not me, not me. I would have. I guess I probably would have told you about it by now. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's, did you say it's in like Ohio or something? Yeah. So, um. I'll probably be the only one that really cares about watching football during this game or during this time. Cause I think it's actually, it's at two thirty Eastern time. Wow. So it's kind of like your friend who got married during a Mississippi state Alabama game. Very similar circumstances. Yeah, dude. I hate every time I see that guy, like I remind him of that. <laughs> are they still married though? Yeah, they are, but it's a, I don't know what the word is, but the wedding is, or the marriage is a uh, man. I can't even think of a good word. But uh, it's tarnished, maybe. Because of the Mississippi State? Yeah, because um, of that. Because Mississippi State was undefeated. They were number one in the country. And then as soon as they got married, they they lost, like, three of their next four games. And they haven't been good since. The marriage has an asterisk next to it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, their marriage basically cursed Mississippi State football. Man. Um, not to be too random, but did you ever find that college football game that we were looking for? The um, PlayStation game? Yeah. So, like, you guys were trying to – play like the ps4 saturday right? morning saturday morning as you were <laughs> you couldn't get enough of your fallback hours so you slept even more than we were and we were just trying to find the freaking college football playstation yeah. game. those sunday those sunday morning right sunday morning yeah excuse me but uh yeah so i yeah i guess y'all were in there trying to figure out how to 
get the PlayStation Wear. But I, I would, this is all Ed O'Bannon's fault, but I have a <laughs> PS4 and a PS3, and I still have the PS3, like, literally just so I can play the old college football game, which I play, like, all the time. And uh, I don't know if we maybe had, like, I had the PS4 plugged in so you guys could watch Netflix in the living room. And uh, so when you guys were looking for the disc, it was actually in the PS3. So you had to plug in the ESP, the PS3 into the TV to play the college football game. Dude, I was honestly, I was Google Googling and YouTubing like how to turn on, like how to insert a disc in PlayStation 3 because I was trying to like inject the disc. I was trying to figure out so many things. I felt, I never felt so much so old in my life trying to figure out how to do a PlayStation. I remember back in the day when I had PlayStation 1, it was just like a button you press on top, sit open. Now it's all electronic and all this technology. Yeah. It is confusing, man. I, this like this PS4 is our, like I don't know. Whatever, man. Well, whenever we make our PlayStation, we're gonna make it simple. We're gonna go back to um, an easier time when college football was. When you had like three or four college football games, those are good good days. Yeah, so they're like all competing against each other, so they have to like make it really good. Yeah, not just change the roster every year. But we digress. Other games this week, Holt. We talked about Auburn, Georgia. This is probably the second best game. Maybe Kentucky, Tennessee might be the second best, but Auburn, Georgia historically is the best game. It's at Georgia. 14-point line in Georgia's favor hold. Are you betting on this game? I haven't decided yet. Um, My initial feeling is that this is going to be a close game um, just because it's a rivalry, and Auburn's defense is really good. Um, As bad as they played this year, it's not been because their defense sucks. They've even had a couple bad games, but – for the most part, they're still really talented, and I still really like uh, Kevin Steeler, defensive coordinator. Um, and, you know, Jared Stidham, like he's been kind of cold all year, but maybe he heated up a little bit at the end of the Texas a game. And I don't know, maybe he can make some plays in this game and keep it close. But at the same time, there's a little part of me that could just see Georgia beating the crap out of him. But that being said, this is Georgia's third big game in the row, uh, third big game in a row, excuse me. And uh, they really – have blown out the first two teams pretty easily. So I don't know. I feel like maybe they're kind of due for a nail biter. Well, that I don't think they beat, they definitely didn't beat AM, you see. I'm talking about Georgia. Sorry. Oh, I think you're talking My bad. You know, yeah, Georgia. Yeah. Cause Georgia played the, the big game against Florida, which they won okay. pretty easily. A little bit and then they had the big game against Kentucky, which they won pretty easily on the road. And now they're back at home. Um, you know, I don't think they're going to be overlooking Auburn necessarily, but. You know, I feel like it does take a toll when you're playing three big games in a row and maybe Auburn will be able to sneak in there and uh, not win, but maybe make it a little interesting. Let me let me just throw two things out, out at you that happen at the same time. Auburn's quarterback, Jared Sinem, is going to get married, I think. I don't I don't follow him on Facebook or Twitter, but you ever watch those games, they always try to uh, go a little solo highlight on him and talk about him getting married this year. Did you know that whole – first of all? Um, no, I did not know that. He's getting married to a girl. I, I guess I've, I swear to God, I don't like read People magazine or anything like that. It was just showed it on the game, so I remember getting married to a girl from Baylor. At the same time he's getting married, he's also having a bad year. Is it a coincidence or is it related? That's the question. I don't know. It might be related. Maybe he's just, I think maybe uh, he just got a little bit too comfortable at Auburn. That's what I'm saying. His relationship, last, relationship happened. La- yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with that. I think it maybe has more to do with the fact that everyone's patting on the back telling him how awesome he is going around <laughs> Auburn after they beat Alabama. And, you know, everyone's talking about how great he is and how he's going to win the Heisman and, you know, yourself included. 
Yeah, I did. Um, and I was supposed to win that championship. So they, they, have so, to, they have to do some work if they're going to do that real quick. <laughs> He's probably, yeah, they need, uh, they need some help to do that, I would have to say. Um, Can't wait but to they, debate that. How's they, all- they, do, they do have two top five teams left on their schedule. So, I mean, but they're not going to be able to make the SEC tournament. So, uh, or the SEC championship game. They can make but, the tournament. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Basketball, should be all right. But, uh, no, nah, just, I don't know. I just feel like maybe – you know, he listened to our podcast a little bit too much, and he heard you talking him up, and probably thought that he could just show up and and be pro- awesome again. Honestly, he probably thought he had a bigger penis than Drew Locke, which is very tough because both their penises had to be extremely inflated if they ever listened to our podcast. Yes, no, sorry, sorry, I digress. Um, back to football, Holt. Oh, wow, you didn't, uh, you didn't, you didn't agree with that, I guess. So uh we just went there, huh? Well, I mean, it's been it's been like probably like four months since we uh talked about penises. Yeah, I thought I thought we were we were on a good trend there, but uh, apparently not. <laughs> I guess I guess not, man. It's never never too never too soon. Um but yeah, this is uh <laughs> this would be a good game, I think. Uh I think so. I guess it's gonna be a good game. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Yep. Good you know, there just like I said, there's a part of me that feels like Georgia could just blow this game open, but I think I'm probably going to bet on Auburn if I had to bet. Okay. Well, good for you, Hall. I hope you win money. Um, <laughs> Kentucky, Tennessee, why is this going to be a good game, Hall? Um, I think it's going to be a good game because, number one, Kentucky can't score. Therefore, all their games are close. And uh, number two, they just – it was their biggest game of the year. They lost at home. Uh, they're not going to make it to the state championship game. Uh, you know, basically their only hope now is to possibly make a New Year's States game if they went out. Um, you know, meanwhile, Tennessee is coming off kind of an ugly offensive game against Charlotte. Um, and I just think Tennessee's at home. Tennessee always plays really well against Kentucky. Um, they're kind of like the evil empire for Kentucky. And uh, even though Kentucky's been better, um, it's still been a close game these last few years. So, Hopefully, this will be a good game, but I, I could really see can, Tennessee maybe pulling off the upset in this game. Uh, you're not enough to root for them, though, right? Uh, I never root for Tennessee. Yeah, I think even in the Auburn game, you were, you went back and forth. You hated both teams, but... Yeah, well, I was for whoever was losing the whole game. Like, whoever was losing, I wanted to come back. Yeah. Um, Kentucky versus Tennessee. It's at home for Tennessee. They're, they got that in their favor. They play Tennessee always plays well against Kentucky. Heard that. Um, also, Tennessee needs to get to six wins to be a bowl eligible team this year. They're at four right now. They have Vanderbilt left on the schedule, Kentucky and Missouri. So we assume they're. Oh, they also have. They beat Charlotte. Excuse me. So they have Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Missouri. Um, we assume they're going to beat Vanderbilt. So it's either down to Kentucky, Missouri. And I think the Missouri game is at – oh, no, it's it's at, at Knoxville too. So um, they could, I guess they could beat Missouri too. So they need to win one of these two games. And I guess if they win this game, then look for them to finish off 7-5, and five, which would be a very good first year for Jamie Perrick. Agreed? Yeah, I agree. And um, I'm not really I, – I still think Missouri could probably beat Tennessee – even if it's at Tennessee. Yeah. But that being said, they need to win one of these next two games for sure. I mean, obviously they need to win two of the next three to make a bowl game, but obviously Vanderbilt is their best shot to to get a win out of those three. So if they 
you know, if they win one of these next two games, I do think they'll be they'll beat Vanderbilt and get to a um, bowl game. But uh, it's going to be two tough games coming up. I'm not a big fan of five and seven teams going to a bowl game. So not I even if they have really good grades. <laughs> not even if they had really good grades. Not that I wasn't rooting for Mississippi State to beat. Was it Western Kentucky that year? No, it was Miami of Ohio. Close. close. Very close. They look cool. Beat them on a last-second field goal. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Pull out all stops. Um, it, man. A win's a win. That's all I know. True that. True that. Um, so, yeah, this um, at the same time as the Mississippi State-Alabama game. So, I guess I'm going to have to watch Kentucky and Tennessee at the wedding instead of Mississippi State-Alabama. Or I guess I can do a split screen. I'm going to do get two TVs, bring it to the wedding, or two phones or something. But then if I had two phones, I could sing that song, you know? <laughs> I, got- I, I, was, I almost started singing it, and then I was like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I, I'll sing it next time. I, I can I talked about it. I'm gonna sing it. I'm gonna sing it when I get off the phone. With my you should phone. uh, you you watch one on your phone and another one on like your mom's phone or something. Hey, Gloria. Excuse me. Hey, mom. Hey, uh, bullshit point, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So good games. Um, low key good game. Uh, other games. Let's talk about South Carolina, Florida. So, ooh, three SEC games at noon. I know this is so weird. Why are they like, do this? I don't know. It's I don't know. Well, it's messed up. I feel like the South Carolina Florida game should be at night, yeah. or the or the Ole Miss. Well, the Ole Miss Texas and M games on CBS. So this is I don't CBS is like second chance to use uh, two SEC games, and I don't know. I'm not really sure how the contract works. I guess they couldn't pick Auburn and Georgia. I, I maybe ESPN got the second pick, and then. CBS got the third pick. I, I don't really know how that worked, but so, you know, once a year they'll do like the CBS 11 a.m. and then another one at 2.30. So that's what they're doing this year. And then there's two other SEC games on it, 11 Central, Alex, uh, yeah. is the correct time zone. That's good. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, there's going to be a lot of flipping around uh, early on Saturday morning, but it should be fun, though. That, that's I like – because that way, like, if one game's a blowout, you can kind of just ignore it and focus on the close games. So, I don't know. You have two TVs in your humble abode. Which which games would be featured at 11 a.m. Eastern? Or excuse me. You know, uh, well, I don't have the CBS app, I don't think. So, I'll probably watch the CBS game on my TV, and then I'll put the South Carolina-Florida game on my little Roku with uh, – you know, on my other TV. So, and then I could pull up another one on my iPad or I may just flip on the TV. So, I don't know. It's kind of, a, um, it's kind of just, I'll just play it by ear, you know? You're, oh, man, I didn't know you were that cool. I didn't know you were that cool. I thought you had it scheduled out. Um, Michigan State and Ohio State play. Do you not even, does that like the FCS teams to you? No, I'll probably flip over there a little bit, but just when the other games are commercial. All right. Ole Miss A&M hold offense, offense, offense. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, anytime Ole Miss is playing and it's not against a really good defense, it's going to be a high scoring game. Because oh, they can um, prove. Let me, let me ask you one question before you talk for an hour about Ole Miss and AM. Do you even enjoy watching Ole Miss play, like all the, all the touchdowns they score, or do you just get so mad at all their lack of defense? I mean, kind of both. I mean, you know, you know obviously I'm a Mississippi State fan, so I. It's fun for me to pull against Ole Miss, but even I can't enjoy like watching them play defense. Like as much as I want them to lose, like every time like they miss a tackle or there's just like some wide open lane like right in the middle of the defense, like like how are they this bad? Like I mean, there's like 
I mean, there's literally like SCS teams that have better defenses than Ole Miss, and I just don't understand that at all. I got you. I got you. But um, they're going to stop A&M this week, right? No, definitely not. I think Trayvon Williams might break the SEC record for rushing yards in a game. Well, the first game of the year, I think that – I'm trying to think of – I think they played Prairie View to A&M did, and he had, like, over 200 yards. I think he was, like, leading the country after the first week for um, for rushing after the first game of the year because it was a shitty opponent. Do you think he'll have more rushing yards than that against Ole Miss? Do you think Ole Miss's defense is worse than Prairie View's? Well, I mean, it's, it's probably me, it's probably North, pretty close. Northwestern uh, State. Northwestern State. Let me correct myself real quick. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I I think that uh, they probably took Trayvon Williams out a little bit early in that game because it was a blowout. Yeah. I feel like in this game that Ole Miss is going to be able to keep up enough to where they have to keep Trayvon Williams in, and they're just going to just let him play the whole four quarters. But uh, one thing, one interesting matchup about this game is uh, Texas A&M's biggest weakness as a team has been their pass defense. Um, I mean, we saw Nick Fitzgerald there for 250 yards and two touchdowns against them. So, I mean, what's Jordan Tayama going to do? You know what I mean? I mean, this game, granted, this game is at A&M and it's an 11 a.m. game. But I don't know. I, I feel like Ole Miss is definitely going to be able to put up some points in this game. Do you think the 12th man will wake up at 11 a.m. local time? Oh, yeah. Those fans are crazy. They are crazy. Okay. No no cowbells, though. Just just crazy. Just good old crazy. Yep. And male cheerleaders. Male cheerleaders. Um, I got you. I got you. So, offense in this game, but um, A&M's defense isn't going to be able to stop Tiamo, is what you're saying. I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, because if Fitzgerald could throw all over A&M, I guess Tiamo could too. Right. Um, Fitzgerald, I don't know if you heard, isn't the best passing quarterback, but, hey, you you, you always agree with that too. Um, other games at noon. Eastern, hold not not central, but Eastern. Uh, South Carolina at Florida. Will Muschamp gets his revenge again against Florida? Is that what's about to happen? Um, I don't think so. Um, I mean, did you see? I don't know if uh, this is like breaking news or whatever, but uh, Florida's backup quarterback Kyle Trask got carted off the field in practice today. From what? I don't know. It just says he got carted off the field. Huh. I assume it's some kind of injury. I don't think they were just doing it. You know. Yeah. Because he was tired. That's not. Uh, he must have been like the third string. Because Emory Jones is second string, right? Uh, no, I think Trask is the second string. Really? He played last week against uh, Missouri in the loss. I think they're trying to save Emory Jones's red shirt. Yeah. So I don't know what their plan is with that, but Emory Jones will be the second string quarterback this week. I can promise you that. But uh, go, just go back to this game. Like um, South Carolina is really beat up on defense right now. And I think even Felipe Franks can move the ball on him this week. Um, and Florida's really pissed off after last week, I think. I think uh, Mullen really got into him, and um, they gave up a lot of big plays last week. And I think the defense is going to play better against South Carolina. And uh, Jake Bentley, who had a big game last week, but let's be real, everybody has a big game against Ole Miss. <laughs> so it'll be – you know, it should still be a close game, I think. Like, a Will Muschamp game is always, you know, going to be really weird. So, I expect this – I expect the weirdness scale for this game. I expect the weirdness, uh, I don't know, knob or meter or whatever to be turned all the way up. Uh, I could definitely see this game being something crazy like, you know, 18 to 15 or something like that. Um, did you watch – 
Dan Mullen's speech or listen to Dan Mullen's speech about like how his team isn't is it doesn't care anymore something like that and he's just like trying to fire him up. Oh, I, I all I heard was something about he said you want to thumb with me I'll beat your ass. Is, yeah, that's the quote I heard. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's like the little tidbit you would have heard. But I mean, to me, it was a pretty good speech. Um, I can't recall the um, exact words, but you should watch it because it's a pretty good speech. I, I kind of got fought up, uh, fired up to to play football for Florida after this. Do you uh, do you listen to his speeches before you go run? No, but I'll listen to not Nick Saban's because Saban's is kind of boring. It would be I don't know who I'd have to listen to. It'd have to be. Um, who would be the best fire? Maybe Coach Well, Howard. maybe. Uh, the problem is I can't understand what he's saying. Yeah. But uh, there's this. Derek Mason has a good pop-up speech. Who? Derek Mason. Oh, yeah, probably. There's this uh, guy. I don't know if he's still there, and I don't remember his name. But he used to be – he used to work for Georgia Tech. And he used to have, like, these – there used to be all these videos on YouTube of him. Of, like, the, all he would give, like, the pregame speech before the game. Like, not the head coach, but, like, he would do it. Mm-hmm. And he would be like, uh, I don't know. He's just like super intense and like really into it. And like, it, I used to listen to those sometimes, like in the off season, just to get me excited for college football again. Oh, not not to like go run or work out, just to for college yeah. football. Yeah. Okay. Hey, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Um, college football is almost over, sadly, but um, we have college basketball if you're into that kind of thing. It's not the same. Not the same. You're right. You're right. Um, but I do enjoy it. Vanderbilt, Missouri hold um, a shitty team versus a team on the rise. A shitty team that competes versus a team that's on the rise. A decent quarterback versus a great quarterback. A I don't know what what else what else can say about this game. Yeah, I mean Missouri is a huge favorite, which kind of surprised me. It's like almost seventeen points. So uh, you know, I, I do think that Vegas agrees with me in the fact that Missouri is definitely better than they've shown all year. They've kind of just made like a lot of dumb mistakes and just, just time like untimely penalties and turnovers and stuff like that. I actually think they're a lot better team than their record uh, indicates. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do like Missouri in this game. Um, you know, Kyle Shermer, I think is going to have a good game though. And I do expect this to be a closer game than the line suggests, um, you know, Vanderbilt, Got the win against Arkansas a couple weeks ago, and uh, what did they do last week? Did they play last week? Vanderbilt did not play last week. They did not lose last week. They lost. They beat Arkansas, and they had the week off to prepare for this great Missouri team. Yeah, so they're coming off a bye, and they had a you know they moved the ball really well against Arkansas. I know Missouri's defense is a lot better than Arkansas's, but it should be should be a good game. I think. I mean, what do you think? Do you think this is going to be a close game or do you think it's going to be a blowout? Uh, I'm just going to be telling you, I'm not going to be watching this one. I'm going to be watching other games. I mean, I'm not going to be watching – God okay. dang. <laughs> um, I'm not going to uh, be watching this one first. I'm not going to be watching a lot of games on Saturday, unfortunately, because I have to go to a wedding that has going to be having an asterisk oh. next for the rest of its life. Did you, did you have to go to a wedding? I didn't hear you mention that. Yeah. Um, is that your phone vibrating? It was. It okay. Was. I was trying to figure out. I thought it was something like I was doing. I was like, I kept like looking over at my phone. So I was like, I don't know. Is someone texting you? So you got someone that's got like more important stuff going on than this podcast? Um, You probably got the same text, but no, you didn't. You didn't. No, I didn't. Is it from JB? Yeah. Oh, is he sad that we're recording without him? Basically. Basically. Yeah, he wishes as well. 
or he wishes us well. But yeah, um, this isn't going to be my first game to watch, but um, I would want to see Drew Locke throw for 500 yards just for you, Hulk. Yeah, well, you know what? I still kind of hope Drew Locke does good just because he seems like a good guy, but I'm I'm still really disappointed in him, honestly, because I've had his back and I talked him up like all off season and uh, he just came out and he just, he laid an egg, like plain and simple. You know what? Yeah. Like I, I was pulling for him. I picked him to beat Georgia. I thought they were going to, um, you know, and they just, they just laid an egg this year. I mean, I don't know what else to say. What if Vanderbilt wins this game, there'll be five and five games versus Ole Miss and Tennessee to get the bowl eligible. So, and they can still very well be bowl. So that Tennessee game at the New Year's will be really good because they're um, if they beat Ole Miss, they could be five and five or five and six going into that Tennessee game, and both it could be like a bowl bowl eligibility playoff game or whatever you're gonna call it. Yeah, I mean, looking at it right now, I see I see them winning one of those three. Um, I don't know like specifically which one. I'm just saying like if I had to guess their final record, I would guess five and seven. Because I do think they can win one of these games, but I do think they're probably going to lose two of them. But, you know, you never know. Maybe they got those good grades. Maybe they can get in at 5-7 and seven again like they did a couple years ago. Man, I just feel like Darren Mason. Was that a couple his... years ago or was that last year? I can't remember. Um, I'm not sure. I, I really don't keep up too much with Vanderbilt uh, in football and college football. Um, um, so do a podcast about it. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's That was my logic. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Vanderbilt, all two or three of your fans listening. There there would be more, but they're out there studying, trying to cure cancer and everything. Um, Vanderbilt, um, what I was going to say is I feel bad for Vanderbilt and for Derek Mason because he's working so hard just to get to, like, six wins. And I I'm I'm, don't doubt that he's working hard because I feel like it's just really, really tough to get to six wins there. And um, he's, he's doing everything he can. He beat, beat Arkansas, competed with Kentucky, competed with Notre Dame. Um, hey, he did beat Tennessee State, though. So that was a big win for him. But it's just it's tough out there for Vanderbilt, and I uh, sympathize with him um, to get to six wins, and hopefully he won't get fired. Because I like Derek Mason. He's a good person. Sounds like a good person. He's good, he's good to listen to on the mic. Yeah, he is. I, you know, I pull for him. And I don't think it's all his fault either. No, I know you don't like their their uh, commitment to football there. Yeah. I, like, if you want to win at football, especially in the SEC, you got to be committed. Like, plain and simple. And it's it's above his head. It's out of his control, but like at the same time, if you want to recruit good players, you got to make the financial commitment to facilities and all of that. True that, true that. So that's all of our games. You want to talk more about? Man, I think you missed one. No, all missed. I think you did. Missouri, Vanderbilt, South Carolina. Um, oh, LSU, Arkansas. How could I miss that? <laughs> I just, I just thought this would be easy win. I'm sorry, Arkansas. Um, Dude, all these Arkansas fans have been so loyal, and they're like half our listeners. Yeah, and you're just gonna like totally forget that they have like a big game against at home against the top ten I team forgot. this week. This is a little robbery game. You're right. Only thirteen and a half LSU. Hey, maybe this could be like one of those wins for Arkansas because uh, Arkansas with under Bielema did beat LSU back in the day a lot when they weren't supposed to. Uh, they beat yeah, definitely. Houston Nutt as well. <laughs> Coach Nutt on them. Is that what you said? <laughs> So, um, improving Arkansas versus a sliding LSU team that's lost has a losing streak going in for them. But I guess Arkansas does too, uh, in the uh, same direction. So, um, something's got to give hope to losing streak. Yeah, I'm surprised that the line is this low. Um, I was really wanting to bet Arkansas in this game, but I also thought the line was going to be like, you know, 21 or 23 or something like that. But 
the fact I guess uh people in Vegas thought the same thing I was thinking, uh, which is that LSU's coming off of a really tough loss and they're going on the road and their season's kinda I won't say it's over, but you know, they went from possibly playing for the SEC championship game, uh possibly playoff, all that stuff, to uh you know, to being down and you know, now they're pretty much out of all of that. So uh you know, I, I I just – I'm worried about LSU's offense. Um, they don't have a really good running back at all. Uh, I like Clyde Edwards-Alaire a lot, but I don't think he's – I think he's more of a role player than, like, an elite running back. And then Brissett has been very, like, just randomly decides not to show up. Um, you know, sometimes they'll have a big game. Sometimes he's just non-existent. And uh, this is a huge game for Arkansas. I think Chad Morris is looking for, like, any possible way to show the fan base that he is a competent coach. And, you know, they did, I'm not, they didn't play Alabama tough, but they did score on them a little bit. So I'm thinking maybe that Arkansas could put up some points and their defense can play just well enough against this struggling LSU offense that just got shut out <laughs> and uh, at home. So I don't know. I could definitely see this game being uh, within the, 13 and a half point spread that it's at right now. And uh, I could definitely, you know, I don't see Arkansas winning this game, but I could definitely see us being a close game that would surprise a lot of people. It's crazy. LSU is number seven. They're seven to two and they beat Georgia and Auburn, I guess is their second best win. And I'm still like not really a believer in LSU. I just don't know how it's possible, yeah. but I guess I'm just not a believer in them. Yeah, you seemed pretty confident they were going to beat Alabama last week. Did I? I feel like I didn't. Well, at least like right before the game you did. Maybe it was just all those highlight videos no, that I you all pumped up. Yeah, I thought Alabama was going to win for sure. But um, I thought LSU was going to keep it close for um, a little bit. But they did. They, they, uh, it was only 9 nothing at the end of the first quarter. So that's a win. Yeah. Well, you know, Alabama didn't score a touchdown on their first drive. So Yeah. And and they, they had one turnover. So That's like a shutdown. That, yeah, that's basically like a shutout against Alabama. That's exactly right. Yeah. So um, – yeah, I mean, maybe, um, maybe this there can be some magic in this game. There's been some magic in this game before. This is this is usually like the Black Friday game. Yeah, it used to be, but since they brought A and M into the conference, they're trying to make Arkansas, Missouri, and LSU, Texas A and M like rivals because it's a little bit more like Closer. I don't know if they if they feel like they're a little bit more on the same level. It's I know that like recruiting wise, Arkansas, Missouri recruit a lot of the same players. And LSU A&M recruit a lot of the same players. So maybe that's kind of the line of thinking there, that they can form like some some big like rivalry type situations there. But it's forced rivals are kind of tough. You know what I mean? Like rivalry is something that kind of has to happen naturally. But, you know, I mean, I don't know. I I don't think LSU Arkansas was kind of a forced rivalry too. So, yeah, I'm not. Well, LSU Arkansas is a very better rival than LSU Missouri. I just, I'm, I'm not LSU. Uh, definitely LSU Missouri, but Arkansas Missouri, I'm not big on that one at all. Yeah, I mean, it's just because the states border each other. And just like I said, they recruit, they both recruit St. Louis really hard and uh, Kansas City. So I feel like th- there's a little natural rivalry there. But at the same time, you know, the two schools don't care about each other at all. They never play each other until recently. So it's one of those things that's going to have to – there's going to have to be some bad blood somewhere. We need, like, like Barry Odom to, like, you know, call Arkansas a bunch of, like, dumb rednecks and then Chad Morris to – say that Missouri is just all like crystal meth tweakers and stuff and just really get this thing going. Like they need to have 
like Derek Dooley come out from the press box and just take, take a shit on the Arkansas. All day. <laughs> Dude, no, really, this, this is something, like, we need to do. We need to figure out, like, like how to start some shit between Missouri and Arkansas to give this rivalry some juice. Like, that, that, that's something that, like, I hope all of you will tweet at us. Is like, if you have any good ideas for what Missouri and Arkansas can do to piss each other off to make this, like, a better rivalry, just let us know. And I'm definitely a fan of Derek Dooley taking a dump on the, the, the Arkansas logo at midfield, like, right before the game. Just to spice, spice things up a little bit. <laughs> I see him just out there, like, just taking a dump and, like, wiping, too. Taking time to wipe and everything out there. But whatever. I mean, that's just that's a, that's a total back dually move. Um, but it'd be, it would be great. Maybe we can, yeah, we can start that on Twitter, a little Twitter Twitter war um, between Arkansas and Missouri. Our two Missouri fans and our 500 Arkansas fans. <laughs> yeah, this is a little bit of an unfair fight, but yeah, we'll, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll start something. Well, we we just we got to tweet we got to tweet like the whole conversation at like Drew Lock or somebody and get him to retweet it and then we'll get all the Missouri fans in on it too. Drew, Drew Lock, I can't believe Derek Dooley's gonna take a shit. On the <laughs> yeah. How, why would y'all do that to him? <laughs> we definitely get the Arkansas fans going. Oh hell no! <laughs> yeah, Derek Dooley says something about like Arkansas fans being like a bunch of like idiots and like dumb hicks and your logo stupid. So he's just gonna go take a dump on it. <laughs> Wish you could be them involved and like, yeah, Missouri is the dumbest piece of shits I've ever known. <laughs> I don't know. We, I feel like we could do better than this, but yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I like the the idea. I like the idea of where we're at right now. For sure, of, uh, <laughs> of, of trying to figure out a rivalry uh, between Missouri and Arkansas, yeah. or figure out some some add some juice to it. I guess I'm trying to say. Problem is that game's not for a couple of weeks, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wait it out, but. Um, we can, I guess we could start now if you want. Yeah, to. dude, that's actually a really good idea. We need to, we need to find, we need some ideas for how we're going to get this thing going. For sure. Um, so that is officially all of our game. There's, uh, you want to talk about Swanee or Georgia Tech, the old SEC teams. If you want to talk about them games, we can talk about them. But I think that's officially though all of the games for the week eleven. Do you want to do picks Holt, or do you want to talk about something else before we sign off officially? Um, well, since JB's not here to pick against me, how about I just pick against the spread for all the SEC games? Okay, okay, okay. Um, you got to keep it in 30 seconds or less for each game. That's the rule. All right. I like Florida minus six. Uh, I like Vanderbilt plus 16 and a half. I like Ole Miss plus 12. I like Alabama minus 23 and a half. I don't actually like it, but that's what I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, I like Tennessee plus the six points. I like Auburn plus the 14 points, and I like the Arkansas Razorbacks plus 13 and a half. Keep it close against, keep it close against LSU. Underdog so, weekend, Holt. So there we go. Well, I did pick Alabama and Florida to cover. So. Yeah, but you, yeah, the last like three or four were underdogs, so that's what I picked up on. Um, so are we going to get rich if we listen to you? Hell yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't I, – I usually make more money off the over-unders than I do the spreads, but hey. Pick pick the under in pretty much all the SEC games. That's pretty much what I got. True that. You should really invest in the stock market if you want to be rich. Just full disclaimer. But yeah, yeah. Well, you get, it takes money to make money, Alex. It's true, true that, true that. Um, but it's gonna be a good week. Um, y'all have to let me know how the games are. I'll be I'll be watching two two people get married, unfortunately. But let me know how the games go, and we will see you all on. Or listen, you will re- recap on Sunday. <laughs> Spin so, it out. A little, a little um. A little hard to talk out here. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll be back Sunday to recap all the games. And make sure you follow us on Twitter 
Instagram, everything else in the world at CC Slow Smoke. Until then, see you.